I'm Aria Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. Now, you can't officially sign, but that doesn't stop news from breaking. Let's discuss what moves we know have happened so far in the WNBA free agency period. our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at windsider.com that's windsider.com if you want tickets to the upcoming WNBA season look no further our sponsor tick pick has you covered with no fee just check out the link t-i-c-k-p-i-c-k.com backslash windsider for all your upcoming ticket purchases. That's tickpick.com backslash Windsider. And we're back with the Windsider show. Rachel, free agency has begun. It's been a whirlwind for all of us. But <laughs> besides getting into the details of, you know, sharing your sources and, and sharing blah, blah, blah. Like, I, we're not going to do that in this episode. We'll save that for next episode. What I want to talk about on this episode is strictly we know some news has come out candace parker announced uh on her own uh on instagram in a very epic way that she'll be going to vegas joining the defending champs right on the heels of the derica hamby news um which i mean we're just gonna flat out start by saying like the aces need to comment on it and i would like some more transparency all that said, like there's some there's some sketchy stuff that we could do a whole episode going on with that one. Um, if you haven't already checked it out, Derrica Hamby had a post making some allegations uh, against the Las Vegas Aces, um, calling some things into question, some over the table, under the table, whatever things into question. Um, and and that's not really kind of our mo of, of topics. But I will say that on the heels of that, Candace Parker signs with Vegas, um, which seems to indicate uh, that she's doing it at a at, at a discounted price um, to some degree. And I say that because the other news, which was that Alicia Clark is signing with Las Vegas, quick reaction on those two signings, or should we split them up into individual signings? Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's, I think Candace did a phenomenal job of explaining her reasoning. Um, through the process, I don't think that this was necessarily the original intent headed into free agency. Um, I think it, it maybe was anticipated it would go a different way. I think there was a really good chance she was going to return back to Chicago. Um, but I think when you read what she wrote and, and explained herself and her reasoning, like I thought it was great. I think it makes complete sense. Um, I can't wait to sit down after this free agency and really talk about like, okay, what does this look like? X's and O's wise and, and just the, how does this team going to gel together? Because in my opinion, we we're used to the aces being this really close knit, close knit, you know, high energy kind of silly team. And I, and Derek Hamby was right at the heart of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a little bit concerned, you know, with just like this, this, this whole situation right now, the chemistry, the chemistry issue with it, not necessarily because of Candace, but just because it is, it's shaken, it's shaken and it's different. And now you're bringing in, 
a superstar and another WNBA champ to the mix. And um, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, yes, it's easy to say, oh my God, they're so good. They're just going to beat everybody. Sometimes it's not always that simple, (laughs) but I can't wait to sit down and just kind of like look at, you know, just the dynamics and what does this look like? The good news is, I mean, Candace Parker is one of the best facilitators, students of the game. She makes everybody around her better being able to go in there and fill whatever role that is, is necessary is going to be interesting to see, you know, kind of what that looks like. But um, back to the Hamby comment, I mean, it's a situation. I agree. I think it needs to be commented on. I feel really um, heartbroken for her that she feels this way. She's been such a phenomenal role model and, and woman in this league, mother in this league. Um, so I really hope Las Vegas addresses that soon. And that doesn't get lost in the shuffle of free agency. Um and Alicia Clark, love her, absolutely love her, love what she brings. She's just kind of that that steady, eddy, um, disciplined on both ends of the floor, you know, is really going to help them defensively, is really going to help them um, from that standpoint of just, again, a veteran poised presence. And, and I don't think we've seen her at full strength. I mean, it feels like it's been a minute. So um, she knows how to win. She, she, she is a winner. She's a champion. I mean, clearly this team is <laughs> like – I mean, absolute ridiculous in terms of it being a, is it our first real mega team? I mean, at least, at least. Well, no, no. In this era. era. Well, like what, when does the era start? When does it, when does it end? Because like, here's my thing. When I look at this team, I, we can't not talk about the Las Vegas Aces with Liz Cambage and how stacked that team was, right? Like that team equally. Now the difference I think is X's and O's wise, and we're going to get into this. We have so much time to do that. Uh, on a different episode, but just from a pure X's and O's standpoint, I think Parker is in, in a, like a far beyond better fit to 100%. this team um, than Liz Cambage was. And I think Alicia Clark also now I'll, I'll say, you know, from a chemistry perspective, no shade being thrown at Candace Parker, but she's an alpha. She's a leader. She's a champion. She's an MVP. So like there's a chemistry aspect to that. Now, you know, a question of how's that going to gel? How's that going to work? You had Alicia Clark, you don't have any of that. You know, Alicia Clark is going to almost, I would argue and say like kind of be a glue type player who holds this team together. Um, So at the end of the day, this team has, has solved, has solved two issues from the, the roster, you know, playing, looking at next season perspective of we added some bench depth, right. And we are, we added some legitimate, uh, firepower to our starting five with Candace Parker that puts us over the top. Um, and which, they have a yeah. chance to potentially, depending on how team friendly <laughs> both of Candace and Alicia Clark signed for, they, there's a good chance they're bringing in somebody else too. Yeah, no, exactly. And and so that that's why I say like from a roster whatever standpoint with the Hamby move, like it makes sense why that happened from a you know, the, what's the rumor mills been churning up and from what Hamby has accused, like, that's not okay. But like, in my mind, at least like we can, we can say that, 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 you know, from our understanding, whatever it is, we're not comfortable. That's wrong. You know, there's an issue there. We also can say like doing that move benefited them and allowed them to be in this situation to add Candace Parker and Alicia Clark. I don't think they're, they're mutually exclusive. I, I, for me, I think like this, this is going to be a very interesting thing, but from my perspective and I've, and I've been pretty vocal about this. Like, I think when I look at the Las Vegas aces, I know a lot of people like to think they're like, 
on a streak to be the Houston Comets or the Minnesota Lynx and like have a stretch of like a five, six year, seven year or Comets. I'm not ready to say that. Well, exactly. A lot of people are. I don't, I think you and I are in the same camp where it's a little bit more of like, okay, this year, far and beyond, like no question they're the top dogs right now, especially with the additions they're making. My question is, is past that because so many things come into play. Um, when it comes to becoming a dynasty. And I think with this new salary cap uh, and the new CBA, it's going to be a little bit harder unless you have players uh, who are continuously willing to take uh, lower salaries than they can get other places so that they can be with Asia Wilson, be with Las Vegas aces. Um, and, and so I think like, yeah, it's, it's a great situation for this year. Um, but there's also questions of like long-term, what does that mean? And, and, and things like that. Yeah. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Exactly. Brittany Sykes to DC. Brittany Sykes to DC is an interesting one. I'm going to give a shout out uh, to Matt Cohen because I know in the group chat, you and I, like a week ago with Matt, we were all chatting about, oh, what do we think about Brittany Sykes to DC? And my take is good addition for DC, right? Because like my overall view of DC, um, to put it into a nutshell, is Natasha Cloud is a top point guard, right? Ariel Atkins is a top wing. Um, Shakira is, is, you know, growing, is going to get there as a superstar in training. And then you got Elena Deldon, um, when healthy, the best or one of the best players in the world. And they've been missing that Christy Tolliver-esque style player to reference to their championship year in 2019. They're missing that player who can create mm-hmm. um, when Natasha Cloud kind of goes MIA for a little bit on the scoring front, when Ariel Atkins goes a little MIA. Now, here's the thing. I don't want someone to listen to this and go, Aria hates Atkins, Aria hates Cloud. No, what I'm saying is like those players are excellent all-around players. And at certain times, their their scoring output decreases. And that doesn't mean anything about the other aspects of their game. But at certain times, we've seen that. And you can't just, like with Deladon's current health situations and where she is in her career, you can't just rely on her to drop a 30 stack every single game to carry you to victory. You need somebody else who can create. And I think on the offensive side, Sykes is going to be able to get to the hole. She's insanely athletic, one of the most athletics in the league. Um, But I question her spreading the floor with her shooting ability. On defense, it's no question. I mean, this team is going to be an insanely scary defense. I think it fills a huge hole that they didn't have. And I think it makes um, the stress and the strain on Cloud and Atkins not be as heavy you know, like in theory. I mean, this is exactly the move that they needed to make. Um, They needed to add add that depth in the backcourt with dynamic guards who, again, can go get their shot, who who could be a scoring threat. Um, You know, I I mean, it's just just a great move. It's a great fit. Um, I'm excited to see how it all looks together. Uh, Another move that was announced, Nia Coffey to Atlanta. Um, And also, if if you want more information on these moves, uh, definitely check out on winsider.com, the free agency tracker. Uh, it's all sourced to, to who broke what. Um, also, you can see what happened day after day after day. Uh, Nia Coffey to Atlanta. I like the move. Like Nia Coffey, obviously, I'm a little bit biased. She's from Minnesota. But you should know about my bias that she went to my high school uh, rival. So, like, it's not a true bias. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I like the move. I mean, Atlanta, we've been saying this. They're not in a win-now situation. They have extremely high-level young you know, players coming into their second, third year habit. And I don't think they're rushing 
to get as much success as a lot of people might put the pressure on them considering where they placed at the end of last season. Um, a smart move, getting a smart player uh, who's going to help the culture of the team and help their their younger players grow. Yeah, can I just say ditto? Yeah, yeah that works. I, I like when Rachel agrees with me. Um, Tier McCowan back to Dallas. She's a restricted free agent, um, expecting uh, her to go back. And, I mean, I, I like the move. I, you know, I do have some questions how she's going to fit um, with that running gun style offense that I kind of assume they're going to be playing. But talk about a paint presence. Talk about a player now that Sylvia Fowles is gone. I mean, what? It's McCowan and BG and who else? Like, is in that level of big bigs that are just, like, such a dominating paint presence. Like, is there anybody else? Am I, am I forgetting somebody? No, I mean, for sure. It's just... It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you've got a new coach who's come in now. I think we saw McCowan start to really hit her stride last year, the second half of the season with Dallas. Um, they started going to her more. They changed up the way they were playing. But again, the way they changed up how they were playing kind of impacted, you know, their backcourt. And so there is a little bit of a disconnect there for me, especially now you've got a new coach who's going to want to implement you know, her system, her style, what she wants to do. We had her on the pod recently, shameless plug, go check that out. Um, coach Trammell is awesome. She's, she's, she's a great basketball coach. I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they manage, you know, the, 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 the dynamics of this team, not just, not, not off the court. I'm talking about X's and O's, like what you're saying, you know, is there a concerted effort to slow the game game down at certain times and, and get, get the ball into McCowan, or is it going to look a little bit different? Um, obviously to be determined, new staff, new system, but clearly Greg Bibb and everyone wants to invest in McCowan for the future. And I mean, six, seven interior dominant post, not, not dominant, but in terms of just size and imposing size. I mean, last year, I mean, averaged 11 and what was a seven and, I mean, actually, has had a couple really, really, I mean, really solid years. I mean, through the course of her career. I mean, she's like, for four years, it's just been like almost close to a double-double. So, I mean, she's an asset. She's an asset. It's just a matter of how do they make this look. Yeah, I completely agree. Other other big names uh, who have not been claimed yet. Emma Mieseman, Azrae Stevens. Um, Erica Wheeler is going to be an interesting one. And Izzy Harrison, also a very interesting one. Obviously, uh, you know me, I'm going to have to bring up uh, Nina Milich. And, and, and here's the thing. I know a lot of people might have saw um, the Winsider free agency rankings. If you haven't, shameless plug, go check it out on winsider.com. Um, Owen Pence did an amazing job, um, I'll, I'll say, with the annoyance of a few other people, me being one of them. A few of our other staffers, we ranked the top 25 free agents and then uh, culminated all those rankings into a finalized one. And I, I had to put uh, Nina Milich on it because end of the day, and I'm going to, you know, blindly just say this, like end of the day, her situation of being a vet who has played professionally for many years, but yet being on a smaller scale contract, like she is a player who can step in and be a starter. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to stand here and say like, Oh, she's better than Asia Wilson, or, you know, she can take, like she, you put her on a starter and that team's a championship contender. That's not what I'm saying. She has proven, in my opinion at least, that she's a WNBA starter um, and you can get her for the real cheap, which in my mind makes her a very, very uh, attractive free agent. 
Anybody else who's a free agent in your mind who's kind of a, a top name? I mean, obviously, we're all sitting here waiting for the, the, the dominoes of Brandon. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> Azrae Stevens. I'm predicting that there's going to be some stuff that goes down on Wednesday during the ESPN special. Um, I mean, we still haven't heard about NECA yet. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I think, um, you know, just big pieces that clearly need to happen. Um, came out today that Stevens has, has narrowed it down to three. I mean, so, like... A lot of this is like a holding pattern because because depending on what happens with those players, then teams have their plan B, C, D, you know? And so it, it's like the, the second tier, the third tier of players, the second options, you know, we're not going to see those dominoes fall unless teams just completely, you know, say, hey, man, you've had too much time. Or ha- we're, we're, at, we're out. We're out. We're going with our plan B. Um, people are just waiting. It's a waiting game. Um, it's getting dragged out a little bit, but that's okay. Um, we like the drama, <laughs> but I think, you know, I mean, look at, I think you look at like Stephanie Talbot. That's an interesting one to me. Um, like a Sammy Whitcomb, Elizabeth Williams. I mean, she, she's going to be able to provide, you know, some post veteran presence to someone at some point. Um, obviously question mark as to what's going to happen with Allie Quigley. Um, you know, I mean, what, is Phoenix even alive right now? <laughs> Phoenix and Minnesota, where are you at? Like, here's my thing. Uh, I, I he, like when the, when the reports came out, Stewie was considering Minnesota, Seattle, New York, uh, and DC. I think I don't know. I mean, first of all, shout out to all my family and friends who started blowing up my phone. Like, oh my god, are we getting the MVP? Um, second of all. Like, at least from my perspective, I was like, that was a respect thing that she even took an interview um, or a consideration for Minnesota. D.C., from my perspective, at least, like, you consider it just because, well, you have Stewie and EDD on the same team. That's just an insane powerhouse. Um, and then I've always only considered New York and Seattle the the serious for contenders sure. in my mind. For sure. For sure. But, you know, you never know. I mean, you never know until you actually know for sure. I mean... I mean, you know, it was reported she met with four teams and then it was like, okay, officially down to two. And like, I mean, there is a process and like, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch it unfold, but no, I'm totally with you. I think it's always been two. Another one. What about like Tina Charles? Tina Charles is, is the fun one, right? Like, like and, and Rachel, I know you, we've joked about this off air, but like all I can see is that meme of the Tina Charles, uh, angel of death knocking on each door <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i had to bring it up because that's all i think about it's like which is the next team because realistically like i mean and i'm not saying anything people don't already know like go look up like articles when these things happen like tina did not have a great breakup with connecticut uh did not have a great leaving with new york or dc or no. phoenix i mean maybe seattle's a better situation but like did that really work or did it just stunt the growth of players like Ezzy? And to be determined, you know, what the makeup of Seattle is going to look like. She very much might be desperately needed there, depending on. Yeah, what. but but that said also, Let- is she going to want to go to a place? Because she's made it pretty clear she wants a ring before her career is over. Is she going to go to a place that is going to be that desperate for her? Because that probably means Stewie isn't there. Well, what I will say is the way this, you know, we're always connecting the dots and we basically like just draw out lines and connect dots and do scenarios. And as we've done this for a few years, it's gotten easier. We've gotten smarter. We start to kind of understand it. I think I would like to think a little bit more at times. Um, But what's really interesting is to think, you know, there's really going to be 
in my opinion, at least two teams who are completely shut out after this free agency period, um, which is scary because like th- th- then you're looking at like desperation mode. What sort of players are you bringing in? You know, like a complete shutout, just struck out, like, wow. You know, it, it, that, there's going to be at least one, more than likely two. Um, who those teams are going to be, we don't know. We kind of get a sense who at least one of them is right now. But, hey, that could change at any moment. Chicago. <laughs> but, like, okay. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Does somebody sign Liz Cambage? <laughs> is Liz Cambage even, like, there's, that's the, honestly, for me at least, and, and call me a hater, call me a hater, yay, whatever you want to say. Like, I look at this, this free agency class, and while it's exciting, while it has a couple big names, it's mostly middle of the pack. And I know that that's like normal. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, then there's like the fun ones like Tina and Liz and like, right. what's going on with those situations. Right. And like, there, there's just, there's some fun ones involved. And, and sure. I think it's not going to be a February one free agency's done. Like it's going to be a little bit longer. So I hope everybody's ready. And uh, I should say, you mentioned the ESPN special on Wednesday night, uh, February 1st, I believe at 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing a playback for that. So if you can join, it'll be fun. Uh, We'll be breaking down uh, what they announce, you know, talking about the moves, having debates, uh, screaming at each other. But, uh, you know, all all the fun stuff that comes with the drama of free agency. You know, in true me fashion, I can't just sit down and focus on something. I'm going to the Bahamas. So this is great. Super stressed. Um, All I'm going to say is, Rachel, um, you break the John Quill Jones news and then you go to the Bahamas. Are they connected? <laughs> I should have just I should have just stopped after that and been like, I'm out. Y'all, y'all have fun. <laughs> y'all have fun. No, I mean, I guess I've done it from a mountaintop. Why not try and do it from a beach? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going because it. It's a close, close, close friend's birthday. It's super important. But, I mean, you know, as long as we've got our phones, we're going to be connected. So WMA free agency doesn't stop for Rachel going to the Bahamas. Uh, and she doesn't stop when and she's will, in the Bahamas. And I will do my best to um, to show up for that. That would be awesome. So All right, cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be back once some more moves happen and uh, break them down more. Have a good one.